Welcome to episode zero of the Sights and Sounds. I'm Jeff Sights. We're calling this one Sound Check. Tommy and I got together and made some noise, and I quizzed him on ant building and his practice regime. Since you're hearing this, you're probably a friend of ours and into music, and we hope you'll consider joining us one of these days. And by the time you're hearing this, we may even have a website up at thesightsandsounds.com. All right. Here we go. Wait for the whistle. Sights and sounds. The sights and sounds. Welcome to the sights and sounds. Woo! <laughs> hey. Yeah, good work there. Get your shine box. No more shines, yeah. Billy. What? I said no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. Uh, I don't shine shoes anymore. All right, where are we at today, man? We are coming to you from Musicians' Choice Rehearsal Studios in downtown Culver City. Downtown. Yeah, downtown. How are we going to do this? It's all about music and what makes it so wonderful, I guess. Or, or <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about music and making music, making music, um, making musical instruments. Yeah, yeah. Um, listening to music. And it's all about getting music out to people uh, or, uh, that need it. Some people are sick because they don't listen to music. Or they listen to the wrong music. Or they listen to music that hurts them. But <laughs> we want to try to make it better <laughs> somehow. Stay with us. We'll yeah, make it better. We'll try. We're going to talk to some people, too, here, right? Right, we're gonna have special guests. So who knows? We might find some guys on the street that um, look like they play music. That's probably and, where uh, we would find They them. might play, so we'll bring them in and have them try. <laughs> so when people tune in every month and a half, <laughs> how often are we doing this? <laughs> There's um, a lot of people. Um, who I believe would love to come and talk about their musical life. And I'm sure we can play music. Oh, yeah. Right? Why not? Um, of course. We're going to, you know, maybe feature some of their music. And um, that'll be fun. It'll be great to hear from them how they make music or how they um, choose to play. I like the fun part. I yeah. think if we keep this fun, we'll yeah, do we all got right. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's hope so. <laughs> so I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Where's that sandwich? I brought sandwiches. Yeah. I brought sandwiches. So what are you listening to these days? I am listening to a lot of classical music. No kidding. I'm listening to violins and cellos and um, a lot of string instruments. What are they telling and, you? Um, I was talking with somebody earlier this year who um, plays viola. And I, while we were talking, I was thinking, oh, man, I should make an amp. Hmm. So it's a challenge. I'm going to have to figure out something for that, which is... It's it's always a challenge. I'm all I'm a, I really like like taking somebody's idea and trying to make it work for them or you know for whoever else is interested in you know having it done. 
In building amplifiers. In building amplifiers, so let's talk pedals, about that. whatever. Let's start with amps. Yeah. Is that how you started? Was amps? How I started? I started playing amps when I was like 12, 13, and I had a little Fender Champ, and I would play it like all the way, turned all the way up with a Les Paul Jr., and it was loud, and I loved it, but I used to blow tubes all the time. So I would go down, drive my bicycle down to Lucky Market, <laughs> take the tubes, test them in the, they had a little tester, and then they had a little cabinet underneath where you get the tubes yeah. that you need. If you had a bad tube, you just go buy a, a 6v6, it was a couple bucks, and you drive home on your bike, go p stick it in the VibroChamp and crank it all the way up again. And then sometimes I had to put a pillow over it because my neighbor didn't like that. But anyway, so that's it, how, I mean, it was, that's, was the start actually was my grandfather's garage. That's where it really kind of started taking um, shape in my mind because I saw him working on old TVs and old radios and amplifiers and he had tubes and transformers everywhere. So it was kind of his fault too. And that's how you learned to work with electronics? Yeah, well, kind of. I kind of just watched and learned, and then he would tell me what he was doing, how he was doing it, and he would show me what not to do. And, uh, like, shock yourself. <laughs> Wait, that, and that's what not to do? Yeah, you don't shock yourself. It's accidental sometimes. Have, have you? Yes, I've <laughs> had a lot of voltage go through my body and what, what have been the long-term effects of that you think the long term is memory loss i don't remember <laughs> a lot of things i think it what happened is it went through my brain and it kind of it shocked because we're all electrical we're made out of you know we've got electricity in us and so when you get a big jolt like that it really affects your brain all so, right. so let, let's talk i don't know if there's any doctors uh that would you know, say you're crazy, but <laughs> say you're crazy. It makes really changes the way you think after it happens to you. All right, so let's talk about building amps. <laughs> and you're building amps for for people um, based on a, a, a sound that you think they're going for, or in this case, an instrument that you know they're going to play through. Right, it. right. So when you sit down, what's the first thing you do when you're building an amp? Mm -hmm. Um, I ask, you know. <laughs> Of course, I ask, what do they like? What what sound are they looking do for? Do you need an what? amp? No, well, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be talking to me if they didn't need an amp, or else they can go buy one at the uh, music store and have me fix it. Uh, you know, so. But, um, no, it's just the, the first thing I think of is them as an individual, as a musician, how they play. Yeah. What kind of music or what kind of style they have, the way they pick a guitar, their hands, everything, the way they play their instrument has, you know, a lot of, to do with how I'll design it. So give me an, give me an example of a way that somebody picks and how that might change the well, amp. Well, there's some guys that are, you know, they're really great, like blues guitarists that play with their hands they don't use picks yeah and they have this great um ability to uh, to bring out dynamics with their hands it doesn't have to be blues but it's just overall 
you know, their style of playing is with their hands. Yeah. They're not using picks, but they do a finger-picking style. So the, a lot of the dynamics come from their hands and their volume and tone controls on their guitars. So I try to get a, I mean, I try to build something that's very organic, raw, just very natural sounding so that when they pick the amplifier, it just it just amplifies that same dynamic from you know from their hands maybe more responsive very responsive and then the the less you know they play or the i mean the the softer they play the the amplifier is soft and yeah. the more they dig in that it's it just bites and and you know that's what they're looking for so i try to do that with a different preamp design which is real simple, old school stuff, you know, from way back, early 50s kind of design. And then there's other guys that they're rockers and they, they want some, you know, they want a really aggressive sound. So it's okay, you know, I, you know, have this guy wants, you know, something more metal or he wants something hard rocking, you know, so okay, here we go. I got to pick the transformers, the the preamp, you know, the the whole circuit, and the the transformers. I pick them for that kind of player. Some of the transformers have a really big sound stage, a big bass response. You know, overall, you can get just a ton of tone out of you know certain transformers. Is the responsiveness? different is that part of it different? Um, they would the still be pretty responsive but it's a different feel there's a total different feel to it so you wouldn't i i wouldn't play through an app like that with the way i play i'm more of a i like a more you know um smooth kind of organic type of sounding amplifier i do love heavy metal sounding guitar yeah I do love country sounding guitar. I love all these different styles of music and even the like I said the violin music. And it's all about getting that sound, your your individual sound out of, you know, an amplifier that will work for you and because that's what it's all about when you're up on stage or whether you're, you know, in the studio wherever you're at, you want to be playing uh or you want to you want people to hear you, your personal, yeah, individual sound, or you know your your style. So it's all about taking what's inside of you and being able to project, you know, get it out there to other people's ears. So it's not an easy thing. Have you seen your stuff, or you've heard your your stuff played? Yeah, uh, many different genres, many different styles of music. Right, yeah, from country to heavy rock to to blues to you know. What's it like to put your babies out there in the world like uh, that? I love seeing people use them because that's what they're built for, and I love hearing the dynamics. Yeah, the harmonics, which is another like world. Yeah. Of you know, and you hear the notes in the note. You hear one note, but then in that note, you hear like five notes, and that's what's happening on the string. Yeah. And and the the string has got all these 
little harmonics going on that are really, you know, sometimes you can't hear them on, a, on some amps. You just, you just hear this one note that's pretty sterile. And yeah. so that's the trick is to try to get all those notes to come out through your speaker. And that's, that's a challenge. I mean, how silly is that, man? We're talking about practice. Let's talk about practice, man. You're a guitar yeah. player. I'm a guitar player. Right. Um, how do you practice? How I practice? I sit down and I don't think. Yeah? I try not to think of what I'm doing because if I think of what I'm doing, what happens is I get um, uh, very uh, mechanical. I try to let my, my, um, I, I guess my imagination be the, the, um, what's in control, you know, my imagination and my, I guess I could say my spirit, my, or my, you know, what's in my heart at the moment. And a lot of times what happens if I just want to try to, like warm up i notice that i sound the same <laughs> like every time i warm up I'll, i mean i'll just sit there and i'll do like warm-up exercises i'll go over different modes or scales or chords and i'll just keep playing the same lines over and over but it happens live too like if i'm playing and and there's there's a jam and i get up on stage and i'm i'm what happens is if I start thinking of what I'm going to do, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Or if I just relax and just let my mind or my imagination, you know, have, have its way, it it's a lot better. It's a lot easier to just, you know, relax and, and, the stuff that I hear inside, what's going on in my, my mind or what's going on in my heart, if I let that, you know, be my guide, then it's it's always great. It always helps. You're one of those guys, though, that you do practice a lot. Yeah, don't you? a lot. I'll, I'll spend uh, hours. If I have the time, I will, you know, make the time to practice. And um, or just actually, I just I don't really call it practice. I would just call it just playing my instrument and and you know trying to get the uh the sounds that I want out of you know what I'm playing the instrument and the amplifier or the effects so it's I I I guess you could call it practice but <laughs> to me it's not practice it's just actually now for someone that builds playing. amplifiers and effects right is part of your practice routine um, are you also thinking about or experimenting with those those other, you know, the, the parts of the, the you know the, the pedals and the amp? And right. That? Yeah, because it's it's um, how you it's like your testing ground. You have a pedal. You just you know had ideas of 
you make little changes in the pedal, you change different components to get different, you know, sounds, what, what, uh, name different frequencies. You got capacitors that yeah. you change. You have resistors, so you can change so swap voltages. You swap them out. You try different types, and um, you'd be surprised at how much one part will will make a big difference. So when you sit down to practice, you're practicing fingers to speaker, everything in between. Yeah, it's got to be like, well, to really, it's got to be what's happening inside of you. You want to express that, and you heart, want it to come to out. speaker. Oh, yeah, well, exactly. It should come out what you're feeling, what you're experiencing at the moment. Everybody else should be able to feel that too. Yeah. And that's the goal is like if you want to really um, – you could say that's the goal for all music. Yeah, is right? to be able to, to, yeah, for everybody else to like, oh, I get that, man. But you practice. I'm trying to learn to work with pedals. I mean, I've been doing it now for like a year. Yeah. I've been like... And you're well, a seasoned dude. Well, yeah, I'm kind of like bitter. You're bitter. <laughs> That's old a, old spice season. old seasoning um <laughs> no i I've, I've been playing since i was a kid i started when i was like seven years old i played left-handed and everybody in my family played so they turned the guitar around and told me to play right-handed and i started playing um like um to uh Dwayne eddy albums back in the 60s so Dwayne Eddy was like the first electric guitar kind of thing that I heard that I was like, oh, yeah, cool, you know. And then I got my grandpa's old guitar, and I started playing Honky Tonk, and then I was playing um, Rebel Rouser and songs like that. And then all these other guitar guys started coming out, you know, in the, like, 67, 66, 67, who were cranking their amps. So then it was like Cream and Hendrix, and you know, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So yeah, the, um, the inspiration started as a kid from seeing all my family members play, because they, they used to have jam sessions in the living room when I was a kid, when I was little. So that's, uh, you know, guitar was a natural thing for me. So you put in the time, and what you're finding now is that you're working on being as true to how you're feeling in the moment that, with the song. That's where it counts. I mean, yeah. it's it's like you go home after a, a good jam like that. Like, I've gone and played, and I feel like, you know, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, uh, take one for the team, Tommy. So yeah. I got to play with, you know, you know, who knows who's going to – and what they're going to play. And then there's other times where that happens. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, you were yeah. able to do, you know, or play what was – you know, happening and, and it just, it was so good. And you go home and it's like, you feel like it, that's what it's all about. And, you yeah. know, that's why I'm here. And then, you know, you can't sleep for the next three hours because it's just, you know, the song just, or the music just keeps playing in your head. Yeah. And um, that's where it's like, oh yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, I don't care, you know, about anything else right now.
Now go home and get your shine box.